Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Run Your Day podcast. As always, your host, Dan Hafner here. Today is episode number 275. Can you believe it? That many episodes. Got a special uh, interview for you guys today. Uh, we're talking with Kelly Howard, uh, the host of the Fit is Freedom podcast. Um, so this was a great interview. I really, really enjoyed it. And I think you guys will get a lot, a lot of of value out of this. And um, if you want to check her out, listen to uh, to the end so you can find her information. And without any further ado, let's jump into our conversation. All right, everyone. Uh, welcome into the show. As always, Dan Hafner here. I am joined by Kelly Howard. Um, for over 20 years, Kelly has been connecting people to freedom and personal empowerment through motivation, mindset, and adventure. She's changed thousands of lives with her Fit is Freedom podcast, courses, and events, and she's the creator of the Motivational Multiplier Method. I'm excited to talk about that. Uh, She's a serial entrepreneur. She's created and sold four companies. She's the former owner of Bayou City Outdoors, the largest outdoor activity and social club of its kind. Um, She's led thousands of people on hiking, biking, kayaking adventures worldwide, Um, She's currently calling Houston, Texas her home, but uh, frequently is found on rivers and trails across the globe. So welcome in, Kelly. We're uh, we're glad to have you here. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. How's it been going? How's everything going for you? Good, good. I haven't been hitting too many global trails lately, but other than that. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. How are things, uh, I guess, how are things down in Texas? Are they keeping you guys locked up or what's going on? You know, well, it's Texas. So in Texas... We have a lot of personal freedom, no matter what's going on. Yeah. And so it's been good for me because I get to get out and do whatever I want to do, whether I'm hiking or biking or whatever. And so it's been fine. You know, good. Otherwise, otherwise, I'm at home, but I still get to get out and play. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the nice thing about fitness. You know, I think when all this started, a lot of people were kind of nervous as to, you know, what are we, what's it going to look like? I know a lot of race directors and people like I talked about, oh, yeah. my, you know, my previous uh, episode they've been taking a hit but you know from everybody that's you know like well how do I run how do I do things outside it's like well you can still do that stuff as long as you're being smart about it you know so right right definitely can well let's dive in first to um to your podcast the fittest freedom podcast I I, I took the liberty of listening to a couple episodes I really really like it so oh thank you um how how did that start tell us a little bit about the podcast Well, the way it started was I was actually on a call with somebody, a coach, and it's the first time I'd met him. And he said, um, do you have a podcast? And I said, no. He said, well, you start one. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. Like- and, and then, you know, I, it just came together and it was actually quite fun. I, I love to speak. Like, I love being on stage. I'm a little bit of a ham. And so the podcast was just a natural progression from that. And since then, it's the cool thing about podcasts, and you know this, is that you just get to meet neat people, right? Yeah. You get to like do your thing and meet really cool people. So it's it's been a lot of fun. I think it's one of the coolest things too, because it's like you have the ultimate control over what you do. Um, you know, you're you're the ultimate end all be all. No one can tell me anything to do on my show. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of. It's liberating. I, that's it like, is. You know? It's kind of like, what? who was it? The Wizard of Oz? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Pull the strings. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's cool. That's a cool story. So tell us a little bit, like you said in, in the intro there, with, um, with the motivational mindset method. Um, tell us a little bit about that. 
so that's something that actually has come up this year. Uh, I've done, you know, I do a lot of coaching with people and I have a couple of other courses, but what I found was that everyone's talking about how they just can't seem to get moving. Right. Mm -hmm. Like, and it's true. It's, it's yeah. like, it's like there's this low level oof on everybody right now. Yeah. And it makes everything a little harder, maybe a little bit of quicksand. And so a couple of months ago, after a couple, uh, gosh, probably five different people I was coaching that week, all of them were like, oh, I just couldn't get started this week. I'm just not doing it. I'm like, can't do that. We, we got to get moving. <laughs> so I just went and I, I sat down. And I, I looked actually back on my past because there were times when that was happening to me, like without a doubt. Like I've had some of those moments in my life where I was just like slumped. And I thought, okay, what did I do? And I just had this, I play games with myself. And that's what I do. Like I come up with games and then I figure out which ones work. And so I took the, my favorite ones, like the top, I think top 10 or 12 or whatever. And I put them into the course. And most of them are super quick, like super quick. Three minutes, you just do this thing and then you're back on track. And some days when you're super slumped, you might take longer. Right. I noticed like one of the things, uh, one of your podcasts was about writing it down, right? Like sometimes, sometimes you have to just sit down and take that 20 minutes and write it down and figure it out. But generally I want people to just come up with something that's three minutes long or less. They do it, they're done. And I can give you an example. Like this is my favorite goofiest one. Like this one I came up with one day I was doing a long distance bike ride. I was training um, before all this happened. I was training for a century that was going to happen in April, I think. So you get a lot of time on the bike when you're going to ride 100 miles, right? So I'm riding and I'm just kind of, my mind is wandering. And I'm realizing it's wandering places I don't want it to go, right? Like, you know, sometimes you just kind of like, just go down that hole and you're just like, nah, I don't want to think about that. But then you keep thinking about it. So what I came up with was what I was calling the alphabet game. So the alphabet game, like, I mean, this is embarrassing, actually. It's so simple, but it works. You start with A, like you, you figure out what your theme is. What's your theme? Maybe your theme is, maybe it's action, right? So A is action. B is, you know, I don't know. I can't do it on the spot, but B is, let's call it, you know, bountiful. And then C is clarity. And, and you just start going through all these different letters in your head and what you're doing is you're shifting your attention. You're shifting your attention from a thought that's not working for you. And now you're focusing on things that are good. Things, you know, maybe you get to J and you can't think of, you know, anything like jumping jacks. And so it's joy, but you just keep doing that. And what happens is that you go through the alphabet once, maybe you go through it twice and you realize that you're in a completely different mindset than you were when you started. And when you're in a better mindset, you can do the things that you need to do. So wow. that's like one of the little games that I make play, made for myself. That, and, yeah. yeah. That, sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. No, it, it works. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. Cause as you were, as you were explaining it, um, I started to think of, like you said, like, it was like, why, why do this? Right. Because it, but, but like you said that your mind's going down one way and I, and I experience this all the time too, right. You're, you start, it's almost like you have one little negative thought or one shred of self-doubt or a comment somebody made or like whatever it can be, right? Like that thing that comes along and just knocks you off the track. Right. Tracks. And our minds go down that rabbit hole. It's so 
easy, especially when we're all isolated like we are now. It's so easy to just go down that rabbit hole of like, well, oh man, oh geez. Oh, and then your next thing you know, you're sitting here like this. (laughs) So what I really like about that is, is that it's retaking control of your mind. Yeah. Um, when you, when you told me that, have you ever, um, have you ever read David Goggins can't hurt me? No, I haven't. Oh, okay. Okay. So, well, I, I'm not going to like t- go all that into it. Um, it's one of my favorite books. I've listened to the audio version many, many times, but he talks about the cookie jar. And that's kind of what reminded me as you were talking about that was that this, this, this method he uses of, you know, Hey, I, you know, when you're in the middle of something and it sucks and you don't want to do it, Hey, I've already done something bigger than this. You reach into that cookie jar and you're like, Hey, I got strength left because I've done something harder than this or worse than this, or there's people out there that have it worse than me or like something like that to do that mind redirect. So I like that. Yeah. And actually I have just written that down because I'm going to pick that book up when we get off because I don't know it. Oh, yeah. He's a little rough to listen to with uh, the, uh, he's very vulgar, but uh, that is a life changing book. Okay. Yeah, for sure. I plug it a lot on here because I've listened to it many, many times. <laughs> awesome. No, I'll, I'll check so, it out. Uh, okay. So I guess um, kind of to, to build off of that, you know, you've talked about some of the games that you've, you've developed and stuff. So like, you know, what is, what is motivation to you? Like what, what would you describe it as? Hmm. Great, great question. I don't think anyone's ever asked me that. So to me, what motivation is, is the ability to take action. It's, it's the ability to take action on something that you want, right? It could, be, it could be changing a habit. It could be going out for a run. It could be whatever it is, but it's that ability to take action because it's inaction, lack of action, that stops us, right? Mm-hmm. Lack of action just is what, it's the killer. Like I always tell people like, if you, if you need two things, you need two things to get, to get to certain areas. You need knowledge and you need action. And if you can only have one of them, you take action. And imperfect action makes things happen. And 100%, I agree with that. I agree with that. So, um, so knowledge, and action. Yeah. Now, do you mean like massive action? Like taking massive action to get something or just any action? Imperfect. Any, you know what? Any action. I, I really think any action. Like today, at, toward the end of the day, I caught myself lagging. And it was not my most productive day, without a doubt. Like, you know, I'll just put it out there. Not my most productive day. Got stuff done, but not, not like, whoa, I killed this day. And I thought, oh, wait, there was one thing that I needed to do today that was uncomfortable, right? So I just did that one thing. And as soon as I did that, then I was like, oh yeah, I just won the day, right? So that's, yeah. I think any, any action works, but finding those actions that make you uncomfortable are super, like they, they, make, you, they make you feel good. They make you feel tough. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of that old saying, like eating the frog, you know what I mean? Like doing, doing the first thing in the morning that you dread doing, um, which I, I don't know how I feel about that one. Cause I've tried doing that before and I've never had, I, I had mixed results with it, but then I have, you know, had good things happen with it. So I don't know, but I, I agree with you. Cause I've gone down that, I think over the past couple of weeks, even personally, that 
realizing like, man, like I feel like I'm not being uncomfortable and it makes you feel lazy. Right. Cause then, exactly. and then it like brings in all this like guilt and shame and it's weird, like, ugh, you know, right. So I, I do like that. So, so how do you get yourself to force yourself to do that? Okay. So it was my 30th birthday a few years ago. And I had I know decided... my 30th birthday was yesterday. Sorry. Was it really? Yes, it was. Oh, well, happy birthday. My <laughs> birthday was last week. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. <laughs> no, no. So for some reason, I had this feeling or this thought, I want to do something that scares me, like something that scares me. And at the time, I had this amazing um, fear of heights. Walking over a footbridge would make me dizzy. Wow. And I don't like to be afraid. Like, I don't, you know, I just don't like to. So I decided to go skydiving. So, and I went skydiving. And of course, I thought that I was having a heart attack the first few seconds. And then once I pulled the chute, it was kind of like, it's kind of boring. Right? Now I'm, now I'm just like yeah. hanging out here. So then, then it went to, okay, every year on my birthday, I've got to do something scary. And so... What happened was I started realizing that I was running out of things to be afraid of. And that's when I really started going, okay, instead of going for big epics, why not go for daily looks? You know, what is, what can I do that day that, that tweaks me a little bit and do it? Because then, you know, the rest of the day is super easy. <laughs> And I don't always do it in the morning. I think, you know, you were mentioning that whole, you know, eating the frog in the morning. Different people have different um, rhythms in their day, mm -hmm. right? And I have found, I mean, I used to do all my work early in the morning. And what I've found is that I've shifted, like I've shifted over the last few years. I do all of my um, personal stuff in the morning, my meditation, my exercise, my writing, all those things. And then I do my, you know, and then I do my bigger work in the afternoon. And I think it's just, I think we just shift. It's whatever works for you. Yeah. I see that. I've, sh I've shifted, you know, I've, cause I notice I, I like to do more deep work in the afternoons. Um, yeah. But yeah, but I want to go back to one thing before I forget, because you said something that really like that was, that really hit me hard was when you said you started running out of things you were afraid of mm -hmm. that's deep <laughs> <laughs> i mean i mean think about that like do you, you know a lot of us when, when we're laying in bed at night or when we're having like you know these moments to ourselves um at least for me you know i start you can think it, it's it's i think it's natural that nobody likes to admit that you do think about stuff you're afraid of you know oh, yeah whether you're afraid of failure or you're afraid of somebody finding something out about you or you're afraid of like whatever, you know? Um, but man, what a way to live when you know, like, Hey, I'm not afraid of that stuff because I've conquered that. Right. Right. Now I can't tell you that I've conquered it a hundred percent without a doubt, but it is that thing where it's like jumping in the deep end when you see that it's, that you're afraid that you can't swim. Oh, and I, I sometimes I do things um, quicker than I should. Like yesterday, I did something faster than I should have. But I realized that I was really afraid to do this thing. 
And so I was like, well, I'm just going to throw something imperfect out there because otherwise I'm going to think about it all day and it's going to bother me. Yeah. So, well, I think, I think it builds certainty in yourself too. You know, um, I've noticed that personally in myself of all the different things I've done. Even when I started this podcast, I had no idea what I was doing. Right. And like, was so scared to like, just, it was terrifying. Yeah. It's terrifying. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, but then you start to just become certain. Right. And then now there's people who are like, Oh, you have your own podcast. This must, that must be like really hard. I could never do that. And I'm like, at this point now I'm like, it's not a big deal, you know, because right. I've just done it almost 300 times now. So it's like, yes. you know, you've done but, it so much and, and it's become a way of life. Right. Yeah. It's, yeah. I mean, all those things, I think all those things that we're afraid of, they do become a way of life if we just keep doing them. Well, and they're all up here, right? So that's, yeah. and that's why I love, I keep coming back to it, but I, I just love that can't hurt me because it's just that process of refining your brain and overcoming those fears and then putting that win in the cookie jar and being able to pull on it at it, it will and be like, Hey, like, no, like I've overcome that fear. Like I don't have to be afraid of that because those fears come back. You know what I mean? So, um, do. but that, that's, do you want to hear like my silliest one? Yes. yes. <laughs> this is, I haven't thought about this in years. So I don't have children. Um, so I'm going to one of my employees baby shower and I had this thing against baby food. Like baby food scares me and she's, they're playing a game and the game is you're supposed to taste this baby food and say what it is like, you know, this strawberries and bananas and beef or something. Right. And I'm like, my heart is racing. I keep moving to the back of the land because I'm like, Oh my God, I can't touch this. I can't taste that. And then all of a sudden I was thinking, I just come back from a kayaking trip. <laughs> I'm like, you're Kelly Howard. You did a 25 foot waterfall on a kayak. You can taste baby food. No, I can't. No, I can't. Yes, you can. <laughs> All the way. I, I had to tell myself that about 15 times. And I was still like, you know, when I tasted that baby food, it was like, and then gone. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that, was a, that was a fear that I probably still haven't really conquered. <laughs> Afraid of baby food. I've never heard that one. Never heard that one. Like for me, I think, I keep thinking about one for me. I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm deathly afraid of opening my eyes underwater. I've oh. never been able to do it. Um, we're actually, we're getting a house very soon and we have a pool. So I've made that my next thing of like, I'm going to conquer that. I can't float either. Like I have a lot of weird fear around water. I don't know why, but um, we did, we, we were on honeymoon, we went scuba diving because I always hated being under like the feeling of water in my ears mm -hmm. and I overcame that fear. So that was pretty, that was good pretty, for you. Yeah. But, um, Enough about me. So, hey, I actually, I wanted to ask you something here that I found on your site, and I'm sure you've probably never been asked this before, but, you know, there's all, you know, you have all this stuff on there about being, you know, owning four different companies and all this stuff, but I noticed something that the only real job you had, you said you worked at true.com for six months and you were fired. I was fired. Tell us that story. That interests me. <laughs> it's awesome. So, they wanted me to come to work for him and I had no interest. So the guy actually bought my company. And part of the deal was that I had to go to work for him for a year. So I was like, okay, all right, well, sure. Yeah. So I, I fell for that one. So I was uh, working with them for about a year or no, for about six months, I guess. And my problem is, is that I'm not used to working for somebody. 
and the owner would come up with an idea and it would never occur to me not to say, wow, I really don't think that's a very good idea. <laughs> this is what I would do. <laughs> and then eventually they just fired me and I was like, wow, that's, I mean, I was actually like, I didn't even know how to take it because it was so weird for someone to just like toss me out and they tossed me out. But the cool thing was, was they had to keep paying me for the rest of the year. So nice. <laughs> yes. But it was because I couldn't keep my mouth shut. Like I kept telling the owner how to run his company and he just didn't need that. <laughs> well, and technically it was part of your company, right? Cause it, well, I mean, I'm just, you didn't no, take well, ownership, right? He, what basically what happened was, Oh, actually this is, I guess I didn't tell it completely correct. True.com acquired my company and what they really wanted out of that company was the database. Like it was a okay. big, big database that yeah. I had created that fit Drew's needs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But yep. And I am unemployable. So what did you do after that? I bought Bayou city outdoors and started that. Okay. So nice. yeah. Wow. That's a cool story. That caught my eye. And I was like, Hmm. Fired after six months. That's interesting. But I didn't know that you had actually like, they had, you had the company that they had bought. So that, okay. That's interesting. That's very interesting. So I guess um, another question I had for you here. Um, again, I got this off of your website, but um, you mentioned this, um, this tendency for people to, you know, we kind of talked about this a little bit, but you know, we, we have this, we always put things off cycle you know, you're always on this, you, you get on this hamster wheel, like we talked about in the beginning a little bit of just, you kind of always like, oh, I just couldn't get started this week. I'll, I'll start it next week. I noticed myself falling into that this week because I have all these things I want to do. And I'm just like, I don't have time for them. I'll just start them on Monday. Right. What do you tell people that you work with how to break that? So that a couple of ways. One of them is, I mean, that is where the motivation comes in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because like all these different tricks, tips, ideas, like for me, like the first thing I think people should do is schedule it. Like I think that's probably the most powerful thing somebody can do. Mm -hmm. And they do it by writing it down. They don't do it by putting it into a computer. Yeah. They do it by writing it 100%. down. Right. And so this came from teaching people how to get into fitness right so like like if somebody wants to i don't know let's say we'll use me as an example if i want to go ride a, a long bike ride then if i don't schedule everything that i need to do for that bike ride then that bike ride is not going to happen because you can't just show up in month five and ride you know 100 miles you just can't do it right so you have to back yourself out from whatever it is that you want and then schedule it. And then you have to be willing to keep your word with yourself. And that's yes. big because it's so easy to like, just, you know, just go like, Oh, whatever. Um, not this time, you know, I'll just tomorrow, tomorrow. And when we do that, we're just like talking to little kids, right? Or we're just lying to ourselves. So you have to be willing to keep your word with yourself. And if whatever it is that you want to do, you don't think you're willing to keep your word with yourself, 
then don't don't make it right like don't make it to begin with and sometimes you have to just go really little like really small like i know like somebody i was working with she wanted she had all these things she wanted to do right um lose some weight get off some medication that she was on um do all these things you know go on a big bike green trip with me things like that but what we started out with was just not eating the muffin in the morning because she was so addicted to crap for her food that as soon as she did that her day would just go downhill right so sometimes you just have to find that one little thing that you're willing to keep the word with yourself and do it and do it consistently and then there's the flip side of that sometimes you just have to give yourself a little grace you know like sometimes you just have to say okay like i don't know sometime recently i can't even think of what it was recently i just went you know what i'm done today i am just done i'm not doing anything that i have on my list i'm burnt out i'm going to go do something for myself and when i come back tomorrow then i'll start over and i'm going to be in a much better place and i was right because we you know there's that fine line we put a lot of stuff on ourselves that we don't really think that we put on ourselves Ugh. right and and really i mean as far as like getting things done we're not that great at working more than four or five hours a day so we're really not that great at getting seven things done on a list <laughs> it just doesn't work but we think we are hundred <laughs> percent so having having low expectations sometimes isn't a bad thing. <laughs> yeah, and I I love that you said that because that's I've noticed that with myself too is, you know, um, I did kind of have that that revelation in my mind as well when I when I'm trying to do things and just being like you know what like, man, I'm, my goals are too big right now. Like I need to just do one simple thing and just be okay with that. And that's and it's tough because people see all this stuff out there on social media of like people doing big stuff and like, man, like this guy's doing this cool thing and I should be there. There's this comparison game that just is like right. poison. Right. So it makes you think like, well, man, like I've been doing this longer. I've been doing this. So I should be there. But you, what you don't see is the, 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 where they started, where somebody started to do, you know, that like nobody sees like, the 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 all the practice podcasts i did before i even did my very first one you know like like right. it's just little stuff like that so i really but then the, like you said the grace i really love that too is because you know i see that in myself and other people that don't give themselves grace and i've just only learned to do that over here over the past few months to just be like and that's that's hard for me right that's hard mm -hmm. for me to be like you know what <sighs> Yeah, I just have to take a break, or I just have to be, I have to forgive myself for being like, you know what, I didn't keep my word to myself today. And yeah. I'm, because I've been so hard on myself. And I think a lot of people are, you know, we're so hard on ourselves to be like, no, we got to achieve. People like you and me, like, we got to get this stuff done. Got to get it out there. And then you're just like, you know what? I'm not perfect. And that's okay. It's okay. And, and it's, it's hard to get to that place. A lot of people I know, like struggle to get to that place. Do you, do you yeah. experience that as well? Oh yeah. 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 I mean, there's certainly, certainly times when it's easier than other times. Yeah. Um, but, but I can't, I don't, 
coast well. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very cool. Okay. Um, well, that is about, that's all the questions I had for you today. Um, do you actually, you know, let's go, let's go crazy. Do you have any questions okay. that you want to ask me? Oh, sure. This give would be one. fun. I'll give you one yeah. question. Oh, one, <laughs> just one. Just one. Oh, well, I could do the meaning of life, but I think, um, how about, yeah, what, what, what drives you? What drives me? Huh? That's a, that's a deep one. That's a, that's a big one. Um, I think what, what ultimately drives me is to just be significant and be better. Um, and not better than anyone else. Um, I've, I've always been, I've never been a competitor. Like I've, I've never, even though I played sports my whole life, like I never was driven to beat other people. Like I just watched the last dance with Michael Jordan, how he was just driven to be better than everyone else. Mm -hmm. I've never been like that. Like I've always just wanted to be better than me. Right. Like that's, that's really what drives me is just, can I put my head down at night and be like, yeah, I, I improved today or no, I didn't improve today. I got to do better tomorrow. You know? Um, and then, you know, what drives me is, is being kind of impactful for, for someone, even if it's, you know, and I, I hate, I love when people are like, Oh, I want to impact hundreds of thousands of people. And I'm like, you know, I don't really, if I do that, great. If not great, but like just to impact one person, like if, if one person listens to this show and they take something from what you or I said, and it changes like a thought process in their brain, to me, that's a win. You know, to me, that's like, wow, this was time well spent. You know? Me too. Me too. And I, I have never had that. I have to hit a million people thing, but I do like, I see people for who they are, you know, they're individuals. And if you can reach one person, then yeah, you just did something. Yeah. That's a good question. Very good question. So, um, but maybe if you want to ask me more, you'll have to have me on your show or something. So. <laughs> All right. You're, you're on, you're on. Cool. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that's going to wrap everything up. Um, do you want to just kind of tell people where they can find more about you? Sure. Easiest place is the website and it's fitisfreedom.com. That's fitisfreedom.com. Fitisfreedom.com. Okay, yeah. Check out her, her podcast. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome. And check out her website, fitisfreedom.com. We'll be, uh, I'll put a link to that in the description of this show as well for you guys to check out and, uh, Definitely follow Kelly. She's got some awesome stuff going on and who knows, maybe she'll uh, have another company start up here soon. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for having me. All right. Thank you, Kelly. We will All talk right. to you next time. Good luck with everything. Thank you. Hey, have you ever thought about joining a virtual run challenge? As COVID-19 continues to upend our lives and change our life routines, finding fresh ways to challenge yourself physically can be difficult. I know I'm having trouble with that. It can also be pretty hard to connect with others and find accountability partners for the purpose of fitness as well. That's why we created RunWage Virtual Challenges. RunWage Challenges are a new and exciting way to stay physically active and maintain social distancing. Every challenge takes place 100% online and you can compete against and engage with runners from all over the world. Best of all, 
They are the only virtual challenges out there which actually reward participants with real cash. That means you have no excuse for staying inactive during this pandemic. So if you've been looking for a fresh and interesting way to stay active and get your miles in, go to runwageapp.com slash virtual challenges to join me and the diverse community of runners already competing. That's runwageapp.com slash virtual challenges. Can't wait to see you there.